This is Out West. A podcast from The Outline. About theories, about the TV show, Westworld. I'm Casey Johnston. I'm Jeremy Gordon. And I'm Josh Topolsky. Let's get into some analysis. Doesn't it normally say I'm Joshua Topolsky? I don't know. I am. I can be either. Who are you? <laughs> Who is anybody, I think, is the ultimate question that Westworld Josh Topolsky is the Arnold to Darest. the Joshua Topolsky's Bernard. Yeah, that's right. I'm. If you'll note, when I'm Josh, I'm wearing uh, blue glasses, slightly like navy blue glasses. And when I'm, literally never. And when I'm Joshua, I'm wearing uh, like dark tortoise glasses. So that's how you can tell the difference. You know, one of my first weeks here, I had to enter something Josh had wrote into a post, and I put Put it down as Josh Topolsky, and Josh, you slacked me to say, "Excuse me, I'm Joshua Topolsky." I think who is okay. this Josh? I don't know. <clears throat> <laughs> I haven't been on the show for how many episodes? Two. A long time. It's been a long time and since the whole crew has been the in original this, in the building. The original new crew. <laughs> yeah. And as you know, as you know, I won't listen to the episodes I'm not on out of protest and also disgust. I so feel I like no you should idea. because that's when we talk the most shit about you. I'm sure. But that's why I don't listen to it because I have a very fragile ego and hmm. it can be shattered at, at a moment's notice. Hmm. Did you talk to me? Did you talk about me last week? I uh, Don't they always? Doesn't uh, everybody always? I think we did, but I really, I, I, last week was a real blur for yes. many reasons and I don't remember a lot of it, but I do remember my good idea about the, that my ideal Westworld is. Uh, world version would be a pre-Columbian America. I think that's the greatest idea I've ever had. Wait, wait, wait. Pre-Columbian America. You mean Christopher Columbus? Yes, pre-Columbian, like uh, okay, I don't so 14, like, Native, so like, like the book 1491. Like uh, that. So like Native Americans. Or like Lost City of Z. Interesting. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's interesting. Wouldn't that be good? Well, like a I world to rule. go to. Yeah. I mean, I think my ideal uh, Westworld would be uh, 1977 New York, the Ramones, <laughs> oh and CBGBs. Oh, wow. oh my god! Talking really heads, lame. television. Lame. Or how about the Beatles? You know, basically, good. basically a Westworld where you can just see Led Zeppelin. You know, live, Jeremy, that sounds. And then you can see Coldplay on the same bill. It's a f- super bill of all your favorite bands and artists together. You know, Led Zeppelin, Coldplay, Rihanna, oh the Ramones. Oh my god! Okay, that's not an era. Talking that's, Heads, that's the Beatles, a, you know, Notorious B.I.G. Um, you know, 77 sounds cool, but as uh, if you've read the book, Please Kill Me, you would know that the real punk era began in 69. Oh. Get out and, of here. Uh, you know, 77 was just like the runoff, oh. the BS runoff We regret of to punk. inform our fans that this is now a podcast this about the punk semantics punk and history of punk rock. When the Velvet no Underground one. was at Warhol's factory. Oh, my God. Working on their That's seminal the record. <laughs> just kidding. So, how, <laughs> how about that conversation that Bernard had with Elsie where Ford tells him to lie, and we don't know if he lies, but he says something about the forge? Hold on. Let's the not forge jump in. was a thing. Let's get out, jump right in. Let's We're talk jumping about, in. We, we got to jump in somewhere because I don't want to talk about punk anymore. Season this is two, episode. episode nine. What's it called? It's got a name. It's like it's, it's like called, Vision oh, Quest. It's called, oh fuck! No, it's like it's like <laughs> it's called fuck you. The shut one, the fuck. The up. one before the big one. No, it's called like it's called like Vision Quest or like N- Vanishing Point. Vanishing Point. I was pretty close. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, so this is a, this is an episode where we learned a lot of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. This is basically a Man in Black episode for the most part. Yeah. Largely mm-hmm. focused on the Man in Black and his in his history as a right. and his family as a diabolical. Uh, he he. We see we learn about his wife's suicide, uh, and we learn about her also her alcoholism. Mm-hmm. We learn about his daughter and their relationship somewhat pre Westworld uh, or pre meeting in Westworld. Um, 
And it, there's some tragedy that happens and some revelations. Were we just saying before we started this that this was like not a recap podcast? Not, we I said just not a critique. No, no, critique. It's not a recap either, though. I'm not recapping. I'm just setting the stage <laughs> so we can talk about <laughs> okay. it. I'm acclimating the listener. <laughs> okay. I guess you've forgotten. It's been so long since I've been on. You've forgotten how to just have a structured episode, Casey. Wow. 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 <laughs> We've been doing this. We've been like, wow. it's been like, it's wow. been like the sure Wild West while Josh has wow. been gone. It's been like Westworld. It's been like Westworld. Except the bullets kill. Mm. Um, okay. So... What I came to realize during this episode, and this is something I've spent the last 24 hours thinking about, or last 12, however long it's been since the episode, is central mysteries of this show, because they've revealed a lot in the season, and I have been, there have been things that have become, I feel like for everybody in this room and maybe for everybody who watches, there are like things we need to know, and there are things that we now have learned. And I was trying to take stock of the things that I now am like, what's the fucking deal, right? Like the first season was all like, what is going on? And, like, this season has been a lot of, like, here's what's going on. Like, we know what Delos supposedly is doing, right? We know that there are these new places, like the Forge and the, the Cradle, mm-hmm. where, like, these well, hosts the are stored. Now, but... You know we learned in this episode? Remember I asked this question about the brains? It's like, well, how can they do the brain? Like, how can they get a brain if it's just, like, what you did in Westworld? I don't know. Yeah, I, you, like how do you thing. how do you make like a yeah fake, how do you make a, a fake person if you only person. have like their actions in Westworld and they right. basically sort of kind of and correct me if I'm wrong or I heard this wrong they basically with their answer about the hat they're like we do a full brain scan and like copy your brain or whatever yeah I so, have like, to say that that was like the stupidest no it's plot the worst point I think like, I've what if you don't wear seen. a hat what if you're like there? I saw a lot I've of definitely seen people not wearing hats yeah. but they're also probably like not the important ones it's like women don't wear hats it's like women do they matter so it's like a really subtle sexism. That they were just—it's not project- subtle, pretty outright. No, outright they're like, sexism. who cares about the women? Yeah. yeah, it's like, what do you do? They're like, please wear this bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of the, uh, put, this, put this headband on. Now they're saying that I do. I feel like some were some were wearing bonnets, but it does like the hat. Yeah. The hat like infrastructure really does seem built around. Well, maybe they only need the hat on for like a certain period of time. Like it's like when they pick their character or their alignment, they wear the hat for a couple of hours or something during orientation. Mm. And they take it off. I don't know. I don't know either. But whatever. It was a, one of the dumbest. It does things. also seem like pretty, pretty like, f- like fault ridden that like your hat is extremely losable yeah, and it's like a free hat. Like why would you chase after your hat? Put it on like a the pillow. The wind blows your hat off. It's like there goes that. Put like, a scanner on a pillow at the Mariposa. Yeah. You know, or like yeah. do it when they're sleeping. There's I mean, I feel like you could, there's a lot of ways you could do it. There's a lot they could do. But at any rate, so now we know that they actually do make some kind of copy of the brain, basically from what I understood mm-hmm. of the conversation mm-hmm. last night. Um, but so my, I was just talking about the things that I'm still curious about where the, the island location is still of a great mystery to me. And I think they've made it a great mystery in the show and it's not an accident. I'll say that they have led up to this thing where it's like, we all think they're on an island in the South China seas or whatever. I think they don't care. And I think we're doing an active disservice Mm. to humanity by continuing to talk about it and making them believe like we're taking a temperature of the landscape and people actually care about this. Lisa and John, if you're listening to this, I want you to know no one gives a shit where, where Westworld is. Only Josh does. But don't you think it's odd? Don't you think it's odd that, that the, the plot of the season has very much been getting to a place no. It's been about going somewhere and opening a door. But in Westworld. I understand that, but I'm saying that the door has been this pathway to freedom and that at the begin the very first episode they're like, this is where it is. I and they've like- been talking about the door to the ex- the exit door to this place. I just feel like they've and also there are scenes from the next episode which to me suggests something 
totally outrageous. I feel like that's that's like that's like taking it a step too far. I don't think anyone is necessarily looking for the door. Yeah. I mean, some certain like, characters have like specifically referenced a door, like out, Dolores, like the main character. Many, of most of them, I feel like, have referenced the door as like a like a, a means to. And like a method of power, not like they want to get the fuck out of there. Really? Because it because the, the the episode uh, the one previous to this episode was all about basically getting out. And I mean, yeah, like uh, like the, okay, uh, extremely wants to get out. Like yeah. that's that's his only goal. Dolores but I feel like that's not what Dor- Dolores is. Mm. No, I think she is specifically talking yeah, about I getting out. I mean. Anyhow, okay, I'm just saying, like, I just feel like they've a lot has been leading. So I'm just trying to say central mysteries to me that I'm still wondering about. So I know that everybody's like, shut up, don't talk about the moon, I'm not going to talk about it. Okay? I'm not talking about it. Okay, I just think the location the location seems to be the door to the, the exit door seems important. That's all I'm saying. The location of it, but we know where the location is. Uh, I'm just saying the exit seems really important, and they're wor- building up to this huge thing where they can get to the exit or well, whatever. All right. So this sort of relates to something that <clears throat> I really felt in last night's episode, which has been a sort of theme that we've talked about through a whole season. But the show seems to have this really fundamental tension between uh, it attempts to both be a really spacey existential show about like the nature of reality and humanity and all of souls and all of that, and also this incredibly nitpicky, nerdy, techie show about like what is this technology and how does it work and what does it do. And I found the last night's uh, tonal clash to be really jarring. Mm. I think the scene specifically where they're the tech the tech guys are in the lab talking about uh or trying to put the code into clementine so she can com- control the other host and really sort of indulging these kind of like more reddit core ideas of like how, well if this if it works like this how does that work and like that's you can do that and you maybe you can even do the existential thing but like side by side it just felt so it just feels really off um and so i i, I did like last night's episode a lot but stuff like that happening was very just like do, uh, do you mean the tension between like what casey and i started talking about where i'm like the physical location you're like it's more of like a, uh, a philosophical location, yeah, more, more like a creative tension of just like I think it's I think it's a little it's a little interrupt to go from one mood to the next right. and basically scene to scene. And you know I wasn't here for last week, but I I personally did not enjoy the uh, the standalone narrative about the Ghost Nation that much because I thought it was too kind of meandering. I was like uh, I don't really care about this character. I'm not invested in it, and I don't know if they. Personally, I didn't feel like the work was done to give a shit as much, but that leaning more to, on the philosophical side when um, when so much of the intrigue is set up via like the tech side uh, yeah. is, I think, part of the frustration that uh, people have with this sometimes, where it's like there's so much there's so much uh, so much is built up in the service of. Um, you know what's going to happen next why is this happening and then they just kind of spend like minutes and minutes and minutes on like our souls and blah 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 you know <laughs> right, who deserves yeah. this and I'm just I, like uh, I mean we, I kinda, we, we kind of get the idea of who they think deserves this or maybe not I mean Ford is definitely now they've reintroduced him he's been we've got like him through several episodes like telling reminding all of the hosts about how they're great greater beings and how they've been shortchanged. I feel like it's like uh, all right, we get Ford's sentiment on that, and it is like more of the, one of the philosophical or spiritual sentiments. Um, and I felt like the bottle episode, not this one, the, the one previous. I mean, I don't know if we can call it a bottle episode. It was like an origin episode of the sort of on the about the um, what is his name, the Ghost Nation main Ghost Nation guy. Uh, what is Pacacheta. the character's name? Yes. Uh, what is it again? 
Akacheta. Akacheta. We even call him Ake. Ake? Okay. Um, at any rate, like, I thought that was an interesting origin story, but, like, it felt like a deviation to just repeat a lot of stuff we learned about other hosts. It's just like, oh, yeah, this happened to other hosts as well. But, like, it didn't get too technical, which I think actually, Jeremy, to your point, was uh, it deviated from the tension a little bit, where that episode was purely philosophical almost with like some minor technical things appearing but i thought that um this episode got to some of the central mysteries of the show in a way that um others have not or had things been building up to particularly around uh william and his daughter and Mm -hmm. the and the and like some of the stuff that I think like that they talk about with the characters. Again, I'm not trying to critique here, but I, I want to talk. I think central the central parts of this are important because that's like the show is driven on really? what is happening. I feel like I care so little about the man in black's like background. Like I feel like the hints were enough. I didn't. I didn't really need to see him like unpack things with his daughter. The fact that she like had his whatever ID card. Like who knows what's on there? That's that's like maybe a bridge to like a more interesting thing. But like I just. But isn't that whole thing to drive to see to see played out what we had already seen described and that was like totally sufficient. I wasn't like I was not like angling for a, a death scene for his wife. Oh, see, I I read that whole thing as a. Um as a uh, Daddy Delos episode. I mean, I basically read that entire arc of him in this episode as like, is he or isn't he a copy of himself? Which like we don't get the reveal of in Here the we end do. Of, of Man of Black. Yeah, he is. He scans. He's real. Mm, yeah, but I feel like they could fake the scan. I feel like the scan. But why scan would be, they fake the scan? I don't know, but like. That also could be those also could be part of like Ford's narrative, those people. Like that whole thing could be part of it. Also that whole scene was so forced with him being like, I don't love Ford. You're like really yeah, putting but I'm one saying, over on me and then just like gunning everyone out. But like, isn't that isn't that evidence that like that's actually part of a narrative that like Ford is driving him towards something? Uh that those guys are actually hosts and that the scan was fake and that his daughter is a host. So the important <laughs> thing about the scan, this is one of the first episodes where they have a close up of the machine. The machine only looks for the explosive in the neck. So if you are a host that is printed uh, without the neck explosive, the same way that Maeve like reprinted mm. herself, right? Uh, Sans explosive. So it's not actually a are you a host or not? Okay. Machine, like, do you have wow. right? explosive? Same thing for Charlotte, right? We see her scan. Oh right. And, but, then, and then the preview of the next episode, we think maybe we see a host Charlotte. Hmm. Uh, anyhow, so I just, on your point, I agree, like, the uh, who cares about, like, but I think what they were showing, remember we talked about this thing where it's, like, somebody talks about pills and there's, like, wrist slitting, and maybe it's a combination of the two, it looks like, in it's last both, night's episode, yeah. but, like, it's it felt to me like there was this kind of, like, unreliable narrator aspect of it, which is, like, which one is it, because both were said separately, and it's, like, is that an amalgam of memories, or, like, is it, like, one of them's real, one of them is fake, and they're trying to demonstrate that, like, his, mm-hmm. his version of events is not actually like because they also do they also like do a reveal where it's like here's what actually happened and here's what he thinks happened i just i don't know mm-hmm. i struggle to care about okay. this all right okay, jeremy well, do you have any thoughts well i remain interested in him but i also think that the narrative kind of went off the rails a little bit i mean early on it seemed like they were setting him up to be uh 
setting him up to be the uh, maybe kind of a reluctant hero, realizing things about himself and about the world in a more positive direction. Probably, you know, the episode where it ends in the pouring rain and he saves Lawrence's wife from being killed. And then kind of by the end, he's now he's just gone completely off the rails and gone completely crazy, which, again, I find is fascinating. But as like a narrative, it's a little unexpected because it didn't seem like that was the work that they were setting up. And, you know, those were the most interesting parts of the episode last night when he's losing his mind and probably kills his daughter who I think uh, is real because um, I, th- I think at this point in this stage of this season maybe this is short-sighted but um, you know you can't pl- you can only play the oh we just kill this person but it's not actually this person's so the host you, can- you can't really play that trick too many times and mm. I feel like the mm. moment the the moment of Emily getting shot and the look on her face being so visceral and uh, his realization like that was such a well-executed moment of horror that to like wave it back by going well it was a host so it doesn't matter like I would get it but it also just kind of be like Ugh, come on then like because like you know it's like you want I think early on Josh you were complaining that there were no stakes in the show you know like what was who, who were they actually fighting for and I think to this day it's kind of unclear like I don't know what Ford's endgame is really I don't know what I don't really know what I mean I know Dolores wants to escape and like Maeve wanted to find her daughter but that kind of went off the rails and so it's kind of unclear what they're all struggling for and what the stakes have been so far but um, William shooting his daughter because he's gone full bore crazy into this delusions about this world I think today would represent the most like permanent uh, and not just like permanent but like you want to talk about like biblical tragedy like murdering your own child because mm. you're insane is mm. as far is like as intense as it gets mm. and so last night my notes were just like you know, holy shit, because like, that's, like, really a thing. Yeah, um, but, and to but, kind of wave that back by going, like, oh, she was actually a host, so, uh, you know, whatever. Like, that would be disappointing. But, it's, it is a sh- but it is a kind of, like, the fault of the show and the way they've built it is that, like, that is always, like, the get-out-of-jail-free card that they can play where it's like, oh, she was just a host, exactly. actually. I mean, I've been saying this since, like, day one. That, like, nothing, nothing matters in this show because anything could be anything. Well, okay, so here's my point. What is left? To, what is what are the mysteries left that they are left to solve? What are the conspiracies that we don't understand about about Westworld mm. at this point? And is it just a linear fight for um, sentient AI freedom over humans who want to keep them enslaved? Is it just that fight now? It seems like yes. I mean, there's like not really any character stories that I feel uh, very motivated about, or that I think there's much left to solve for. Yeah, that I can think of. I might be wrong. But well, that's like, what I'm saying. Is like the conspiracies are all have all become very piecemeal, like very like tiny, granular conspiracies. Like, I mean, there's still the like sort of minor mystery of like the mesh network thing, the like animal um, sort of body, uh, like animals as hosts being sort of vessels for the consciousness of different. Wait, where is hosts. that? Where does that come that from? That was that was in the previous episode, Josh, of this uh, podcast. That we do. I don't. Uh, you're saying that's a theory you guys have now? No, this was a theory that I think someone sent in. The animals are, are um, like carrying around. That like animals, like you know the ad that the very ubiquitous ad, at least in New York, and it's always on HBO Go.com when I go there is the like robotic vulture. Mm-hmm. So if the conclusion of last episode, the Ghost Nation centric one, was that the whole time, the whole time the episode was going. Maeve was actually listening to Ake through her daughter mm-hmm. via the mesh network. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if the animals are part of the mesh network? 
Well, the flies are definitely a part part of something because the the flies keep showing up in really specific moments. I feel like they do, but I feel like that's that's. I mean, this that could be like an expansion of the fly sort of thing. But I feel like the fly thing is supposed to be an indicator of like they're hosts and they don't feel things. I don't know, like they, they like should... crawl, they like crawl on the host's eyes. Yeah, but it's they supposed also... to be like an indicator of their like lack of humanity. The flies right. also show up at specific moments, though. Like when um, he sees when uh, Aki sees the maids for the first time. There's yeah, a fly on his that. hand or whatever, yeah. and like there's and I think there was one last night, like on William. Yes, was there? Winton is shaking her head. Yeah, vigorously. so right before he like stabs his arm, um, there's a fly, and you can hear the fly more than yes. you can see the fly. Yes, um, and. Most people on Reddit define the flies as an indication of, like, a host being awakened. Mm. Hmm. So it but, could be but, a misdirect. But that would be playing to the Mesh Network idea where if, if the kind flies of. are I carriers. I mean, we're also talking about, like, the vulture in the ads, a white horse that is seen running sometimes. There's theories that that's, like, a manifestation of Dolores somehow. Uh-huh. Um, there are a couple others that I'm forgetting, but we talked about this all in... Yeah, but I feel episode. like, but I feel like that's not really, even if that's okay. The well, case, it's not here for your like, for you to like weigh in on it. I'm uh, just I'm, like putting it out it. there as a possibility. But that's not like a central mystery of Westworld at this point. It's not a central mystery, but I think it would change a lot of things about the dynamics between like the hosts and like, insofar as there's probably still going to be like power struggles within the power park. I don't like really expect they're actually going to get out. That's like a that I think that's something like in the same way that. You don't think they're going to get out? The concept of timelines changed. Like, if you, like, once you knew there were timelines, if you went back and watched the show, it changed, like, how you sort of looked at everything. Yeah. The animals are, are to a lesser degree, something like that. Hmm. You know? Hmm. Like, a underlying. Or, like, just the concept of the mesh network being used not only between hosts, Hmm. but, like, by between anything that could theoretically be a host, which appears to include animals. Well, we don't know that, but the, but the animals would then have to have the cognition of a, of a human. Not really. They're just radios. They're like walkie-talkies. Oh, so well, in bouncing. the preview, they put a shot of like a buffalo hitting the yeah. uh, Delos people, and then the, the next shot right after is Maeve, like Maeve, her concentration face. Yeah, but isn't that so she also does be. a hand thing? But isn't that like uh, isn't that just Maeve can control things? Right. So if she can control animals, yeah, then like that's and cool. can control Private. other hosts. I mean, and that's that's the animal cool. Is a host. And I think like part of the animals thing is that it's to like add more evidence of, like, the unreliable narrator, right? Like, these memories that we see, if, like, the vulture is supposed to represent the man in black and Dolores is supposed to be the horse, Uh. then in those memories when we see hosts, like, living through those moments again, perhaps those people were there. Oh, I see, yes. Does the, the, I'm sorry, this is a really dumb question. Does the well, vulture I, have a little hat in the picture? He's next to a hat. He in is the next picture. to a hat. It's next not a little to the hat. Man in Black's hat. It's not a little hat though. It's not a little. It's not yeah. a vulture size hat. It's a man like, size hat. You seem hat. really agitated with this conversation. Well, Josh, if you had listened to the episode, you would be on this page. We wouldn't have had to have the it's whole. Fine. I mean, like if you were to listen you know, to the it's episode, good for the, it's good for the you would, listener. You would hear. I don't know that it is because the listener has theoretically already getting refresh. Already heard all of this. And okay, so you believe a central mystery to the show is: Do the animals have? Are they part of this? I network. think that's like they're a component of the mesh network and like the concept of the mesh network is going to possibly change how you look at this season if you were to like now run it back and be like, oh, now everything right. could have been different this whole time. But like it's, it's in, like, this, in the fashion of the timelines. But I'm saying like in p- plot wise, 
Jeremy, maybe you have some thoughts on this. I don't know. I have literally no thoughts on this, but because I haven't been paying attention to the animals whatsoever. No, 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 not the not animals. About the animals, but just, just like, general, any, like any mystery that's left to solve in the oh. show. Yeah, because like I feel like the first um, season was very obsessed with like what's it all mean, and then as we got into the second season, a lot of things were explained, and like there are still, but I still like what's like what's going to happen next it needs to be sort of hinge on what the things that we don't know are in some way. Because if the, if it's just a movie, if sorry, just a show about robots fighting humans. Right. It's just like Battlestar Galactica, isn't it? Yep. Which would be a bummer because somebody already made that and it's pretty good. Um, I think <laughs> I think a reveal that we could be... Uh, I don't know. I guess everything's changed. I, I, something that I'd been expecting... I guess we've seen too much of the real world to think this, but I always thought it would be interesting as if like you sp- they spend the whole show trying to escape to the real world and then it's actually this like bombed out post-apocalyptic like hell, Elysium hell where rich people mm-hmm. have it nice, but then like regular people have it screwed up. I guess we've really only we seen haven't. this one so city. Like, yeah, so we've like only seen the rich day. people, <laughs> yeah. actually. We've only seen we've rich only people seen the in the one, not, not even just yeah. that, but we've only seen the one city where they've all been like hanging out in like yeah. that which may or may not be yeah. you know the place with like the spaceport or whatever um yeah oh yeah, yeah right the place with the spaceport whatever that and that could be anything artificial <laughs> in um, the world it be i think that would be an interesting twist but i do i mean you're you're thinking they're not going to get off they're not going to get out of the park like they're going to the next season be in the park again i i don't know i think it's a real like kind of 50 50 chance i i don't i don't I could see sort of more playing out in the park. I wouldn't want that for the show. But I also sort of don't I can't I can't picture mysteries outside of the park that I would be interested in. I mean I can't imagine anything for the show really that I think I won't be interested in. See, this is <laughs> weird. This is this like so point. To me, this is sort of what I'm getting at, which so, is like what's the show like what drives the show now? And I feel like to Jeremy's point earlier about the little, like, the technicalities, it's like, or, like, what we're talking about with the Mesh Network, it's like, mm-hmm. well, that could be an interesting, like, Reddit thread, but it doesn't necessarily make the well, show, it doesn't propel the show forward. This reminds me of a show that started off with oh, a very, wow. I'm trying to remember, I'm, I'm trying to remember what I'm thinking of, but it's a show that I think of often, <laughs> where it, it's like, was it, lost? it started it lost? off, no, 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 it, like, started off being about something, like, very, like, a very specific, like, sort of exploration of an ideology, and then it just sort of petered out into like I mean it's it's almost sort of like every workplace drama where it starts off with like is this business ethical or like is it gonna make it and then it just becomes about like the workplace dynamics like billions I mean we've talked about this before that like you've said that Jeremy has said that like it's a workplace drama like I mean, this is the this is literally the trend of every workplace drama. Is it starts off about the work about the work and then it becomes about the people. It in the is true. Know, so many times I've been like, uh, uh, you know, Casey types loudly. What's that all about? And then I'm like, maybe she's a murderous <laughs> robot who's been cloned <laughs> by uh, a hat. It is, on you, it is true that the, the drink that the that uh, William and Ford have. Uh, the night that his wife kills herself, which also I think is like insanely fortuitous that those two things would happen. But uh, it is like a workplace. Uh, they're having a workplace clash. It's like they're two managers and he's like, get off my turf. And the other guy's like, I'm not on your turf. Right. It's like not a conversation about like real things. It's sort of a conversation about like who's controlling like the workplace, mm-hmm. the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The know. office. The office. Count Choculitis. Sounds tough. I guess. I guess so. I'm look. I just want to know if they're on the moon or not. That's all I care about. Oh my god! (laughs) It's literally the only thing I care about. All I want to know is the physical location of Westworld. That is the only mystery to me that matters at this point. 
I mean... It's the only thing left to reveal, which is why this whole season has been leading up to it. It's just... I mean, I already, like, I, I, at this point, grasping at straws for anything to care about in this show, and if it turned out to be on the moon, maybe that's, like, the, the, like, sort of jolt that it needs in order to get me to care about it again. So would you say you're coming around? But that doesn't mean that I think it's on the moon. What about aliens? Do we think, have we ruled that out completely? Uh, yes. I feel like many people have written in mad at you for saying that. Yeah. But they'll be really mad at themselves when they, when they show that the aliens are at work. I get, I get, I personally receive messages that are like, make the, make the alien man stop talking about the aliens. <laughs> I and just I'm want, like, I, I can't control him. I want, well, I guess what I want is Westworld started just like lost, very ambitious, huge. It was sweeping in its ambition. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this season, it has downsized its ambition to technicalities, just like lost in its second well, season, downsized its ambition to these like bullshit technicalities about who the others were. This is, yeah, I mean, this is, it's like, again, like a perfect metaphor for this show where like a lot of of these like lofty shows start off with like extremely lofty ambitions about like what they're about and like the lofty ambition of Westworld was like are robots humans or not which is like a profoundly uninteresting question and it's been more or less abandoned at this point and now it's just sort of about the interpersonal dynamics of everyone on the show well they are right Teddy's aren't they basically proving that yes they are I mean the answer to the question is like even if I mean we again we we had this we had a very good discussion about this on the last episode but it's like something doesn't need to be human in order for you to like have to treat it ethically and with respect no but but they're but yes I agree with that but they're also suggesting that that the force of their like the force of their originality is like projected even through things like a change in their programming like teddy is a certain way mm-hmm. teddy's like a being that's a certain way right. even if he's altered by dolores's like new programming or whatever he still f- like will r- go back to his his actual like i his... don't know that that's like ordained by the uh isn't that the whole point of the them, of, of the, the way show. they keep waking up and understanding what's happening to them? Is that like at their core there is something that is like I mean, it but is I central think, to like them. unless someone changes his programming again, he's not going to wake up as himself. I don't think it's not like a personality. It's like just about the memories. It's not about like who you were when you like formed that memory. You don't like return to the person you were. You just remember the thing that happened to you. But he did return to the person he was, even though he'd been altered. No, he didn't. Yeah, he became like the Teddy who didn't want to kill people and didn't want to like what? be in a war, which is why he, he killed I himself. Think, I don't think he woke up. Is that so? I thought that was interesting because. I guess until last night, I had no idea that he possibly like was still a Teddy person, even with his like attributes boosted. But I think the sort of tragedy of last night was um, him, even as this like evil murderous guy, realizing that the things that had been done to him by Dolores and the things that had been done in general, that there was no possible way to reconcile all of these things together. And then in fact, most of it was meaningless because, you know, uh, if you're just going to change your personality around, like you may be a murderous bastard, but everybody still has like a little bit of heart in them because of the way Teddy was built, uh, possibly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like uh, there's an original Teddy that like is at his core, even though he's been altered oh, yeah, to be yeah. like, there's mur- like a basic Teddiness, like Ted, like Teddy as a murderous teddiness. bastard is not the same as like the, you know, the other murderous bastard who uh, right. we saw be good. Yeah. It's like Dolores has an innate Dolorousness and the Maeve has an innate Maeveness. Right. And, and like, the only, the only time that we've seen characters truly altered is like, I guess Clementine was just dead, but reanimated. 
Right. Yeah, I don't really know what's up with Clementine. I feel like she's, she's gonna like, make she's a she's like a zombie. But when we is were she? Seeing, but when, when she was seeing her when we were seeing her earlier, she was so like lifeless. I thought it was that like she was like had been like murdered flat out, but then they revived her, but without like uh, you know, really giving her the tune up is why she looks so pale and <laughs> right. deathly, right? Yeah, or yeah, I don't really get they that. They lobotomized Clementine. Oh, they so did. Clementine like doesn't have actually like all of the Did they take uh, out her face. bulb? No, like, they don't really discuss it. It was back in season one. Oh, was so, it? So this was, like, pre the reveal of okay. the balls. Oh, yeah, right. They didn't have any bulbs. Any balls or bulbs in season one. They didn't, hadn't thought of that yet. Anyhow, so uh, I think we should talk about what's going to happen in the next episode because there was a very intense wait, preview. Wait, no, 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 wait, no, 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 no. The oh, sorry, I'm no, sorry. So, I know you haven't oh, been oh on the show in a while, but that's not how we do things <laughs> Okay, wait. The, the, the last thing we should do before we go into listener uh, voicemails is just talk about Maeve's bit in this episode. Must we? Um, Dude, I'm checked out of Maeve. Maeve I have no idea. I'm like, first of all, I don't know what Ford is doing. And second of all, the fact that Maeve has spent two episodes and I'll just lie on a slab, yeah. not talking or doing anything. Oh, no. Not what I like, want to see from Maeve, honestly. Meh. Also, the whispers, like, honestly, the whole dynamic of the whispers is just, like, the corniest shit that, like, ever, ever. What is just, the whispers? Like, just, like, just, she... just, like, as an aesthetic device, the, the usage of the whispers to signify that, like, oh, she's, like, oh, when she does the force? or whatever. Yeah. yeah like, because yeah. they've, they've been using it the whole season. But I think this was the first one because it wasn't happening with anything. You know, now, this is the first time they've used it where she's just, like, lying on her back staring into space and it's whispering. <sighs> I'm like, this is, like, some corny ass yeah. sci-fi channel, like, you know, <laughs> leg- Legends of the Sea like wow. bullshit, you know. I just feel like it's like big deal. She can talk to the other computers. Like I don't it doesn't seem that special to me. Like it, with a as a person who regularly prints over Wi-Fi, it just doesn't seem that crazy to me that, <laughs> that like you could like connect to another machine and give it a message. Like why are they making such a big deal out of it? Now controlling well, I them thought is, it was a big deal that everybody thought she was dead, but now she's still been transmitting the whole time. But again, yeah, also not I, not I very interesting. I guess so. And like, um, also, before we got onto the theories, um, yeah. another note I took because I'm so well prepared. Uh, <laughs> God, if I bragged about having pages of notes every time as much <laughs> as you bragged about having like a couple lines on your phone, oh, it's a pretty First heavy of all, document. It's, uh, from where I can see, at least twenty lines. Look at this. I can <laughs> pretty, scroll yeah, a little bit. I can scroll a little bit. Of oh your... my God, I have a notebook like this high. <laughs> Do with, you really? Like, no, not really. About but, like, Westworld. I take like a solid like five or six pages of notes every time. Really? So for yeah. listeners at wow. home, I was not on last week because I was being reprogrammed for lack of interest. Yes, uh, and I've leaking come back. cranial fluid. There's a beep, setting beep, beep. interest that we cranked up to uh, 21. Apathy <laughs> one. <laughs> interest in Westworld theories ten. <laughs> like, Way up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can see he took he took almost 20 lines. Of perception notes. 20. <laughs> App perception, uh, my favorite. Yeah, no. The best metric. I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Dolores watching Teddy get shot and her Evan Rachel Woods uh, twisted expression of grief was the first really permanently tragic thing that's happened. And again, like this episode, uh, similar to William shooting his daughter, who I believe was his daughter. Like this is the first episode where like real shit happened to the main characters of the show and stuff that will change them permanently as people. And Dolores, who has made such a big deal out of like, oh. You 
know, we're better than them or they're so awful or whatever. Like she hasn't really experienced anything that hasn't been completely mediated either by the park's creators or by her own perception that she's in a narrative. Like even her being sad about her dad was, you know, wrapped up in like, oh, Mm. like, well, I know that he was programmed, but, you know, I'm still sad, blah, blah, blah. Whereas like watching Teddy die and not just that, watching Teddy kill himself because he has this lucid awareness of like, look, shit is fucked up and like it's not going to get better and I don't want to go see where this goes. And, you know, because she has the power to control people, but she didn't she doesn't stop them. Uh, well, and... she can't control people like Maeve can. Not that she can control people. No, no, she can. Re- she has the. She can. Get, oh, she has the tablet. But yeah, she like she like... can use the tech, but she can't do what Maeve does, where she can like literally control people with their mind. With her mind, but also like. Well, it... I thought by saying things, I thought she could just like say out loud, like do that, you know, do this. Uh, I think she has like sh- people listen to her, but I don't think she has like an actual like subtle control, like an underlying control. But I thought the thing with Teddy, I had, uh, I thought it was good and important. But, like, here's, okay, here's a, I don't want to quibble. Can I quibble? Do you mind? Yeah. Bernard shot himself in the head in the first season, and Bernard's been back and better than ever. He got a little cordial cranial fluid or whatever the fuck he needed, and it was good to go. That shit never happened again. He just got a transplant or whatever. Right. And then, so, like, Teddy killing himself was like, but is he actually, like, did he get the ball? Well, again, Josh, we had this discussion in the previous episode, but, Uh like... But Teddy didn't kill himself in the previous episode, so I don't know how you could have had this discussion. Well, we had the discussion about how the cradle is is down, has been blown up, and so it's like there are no backups for any of the posts anymore. Yeah, but we don't know if he hit the bulb. He might have shot himself in, like, the brain. But this is the issue with, like, it's like, I, I believe having not a body to sort of maintain the bulb can be an issue, but also, like, any destruction, any possible destruction of the bulb would indicate that, like, he may be gone for real. Here's my other thing about that is that the parallel, there was talk on Reddit a few episodes ago about a, maybe early on in this season, about a Teddy Bernard swap. Um, And when he went into the cradle, is that when he had the VR experience or whatever, when he saw Ford again? Like, was that in the cradle? Yeah, when he... Like it jacked yes. into the cradle or whatever, but there were parts of that where he was Teddy, like experiencing Teddy's experience, and there were parts where he was experiencing like Dolores's experience. And I wonder if like there's not like some piggybacking or something where he's got there. I don't know. I just feel like there's something going on between like Dolores and Bernard and Teddy that's like unresolved. And they have done this thing where like Teddy and Dolores, they keep talking about how Bernard and Dolores always had this crazy um, effect on one another, and Teddy and Dolores are like meant to be, and like. Teddy has now offed himself. I don't know. I feel like there's something going on there uh-huh. that has yet to be fully resolved or understood. Well, also, uh, like, Dolores is carrying Teddy's child. What? So they had sex. That doesn't mean anything. Why do you think they had blatant on-camera sex if you don't think she's pregnant with Because <laughs> they with needed an excuse Teddy. to put Marsden's butt nope. in yeah. his He's for sure. lighting. He yeah. is HBO. for sure... <laughs> Mostly present in her womb his dna his like robot dna is in there so you're telling me they can the produce robot sperm Josh, uh, like again uh, i feel like i've said please. this before but like you, know you have talked about little else than the intro credits part where like there's a mother I've holding a baby yeah i think it is highly suggestive of what do you think well, of possibly be, dolores be, having teddy's baby it could be yes sure they could have stolen the plot from blade runner 2049 spoiler yes. alert or they also could just be showing a baby because the whole show is about like creation of life yeah 
Boom. With hosts having sex with each other and then having a baby. Or because, like, like what's more human than procreating? Creating a bunch of babies in a lab. I think Casey's hypothetical is very plausible. And oh, we'll know next week. I'm not yes. disagreeing. Well, we will be a little like. They're gonna that be would like, be a great season two cliffhanger, actually, is to close it on. She feels like Dolores, a Or somehow being like, oh, uh, we're scanning her, but there's two life forms. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And Emery Sherwood's like, huh? Oh, my God. That's exactly how they would <laughs> do it. Maybe it could be like a super robot pregnancy where all of a sudden she just wakes up with a big old bump and everybody's like, what? <laughs> oh, because yeah. it gestates like in like two days. It's right. going to like right. burst like out of her like an alien. Yeah, yeah but like, Dude. wait a second. Oh. Hell yeah. Wow. I'm into this. I That's like vivid. It. Although it was the nice teddy that impregnated her. Well, of course. Her, so yeah, a so it's gonna a be nice like, teddy baby would never be a do chill that. baby. The Tedinator might have, but. <laughs> what do you mean? You said he couldn't impregnate her when he was nice? Uh, no, I mean that, like, the personality of the, the DNA that oh. went into this this pregnancy hmm. would be different. Than well, I, I see, I feel like, as making my point, as I was making a moment ago, the underlying Teddy DNA would be unchanged. Because Teddy is somebody, someone at his core, somebody. He's the Teddy that we all know and love. Teddy, Teddy Flood, the guy who dies all the time. What happens... If you play Monopoly with real money. You've got to pay the piper. Okay, let's the 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 There are no free lunches in this completely reinvented game of Monopoly. What does space sound like? The Outline World Dispatch. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a new story from theoutline.com. Oh my god, yeah! Make your mornings a little weirder. So the best thing about Out West is hearing your theories about the show. Remember, you can send your theories as a voice memo to outwest at theoutline.com or use the Anchor app and send us a voice message there. This season, we're hearing all of our theories for the first time live on the air, and they're chosen by our producers, James and Winton. Let's jump into our first theory from someone named Damien. Hey, Out West. Hello. This is Damien, a.k.a. Drunk Metronome Guy. Yes. Oh, my uh, God. I am still oh. drunk, oh. but yeah. no metronome. Wow. My main theory this week is that the cradle or the valley beyond or some other undisclosed location is actually going to be the base for future world. And I think that they're using... You know, the AI from all of the hosts, also with all the guests, and creating this matrix kind of world where they go and make future world. It may be a VR experience at first. I don't know if they're trying to make it a park, but I think they're trying to create this data to be able to innovate at an incredible rate. Because if they use the data and what in computer science is known as a genetic algorithm to be able to just keep re-simulating the same activity over and over again, which is minor tweaks. It's meant to mimic evolution. And this could basically create innovation at a much higher rate yeah. because it's simulated rather than humans actually experiencing it. Yeah. But if they have the AI and the data and the ability to uh, simulate real human behavior and be able to tweak it just a tiny bit each time, 
they can figure out which is the best and very quickly um, be able to create what is the future. Hope you guys enjoy this theory. Thanks. Well, the gentleman was definitely actually drunk based on what well, I was hearing. It's, it's, it's his personal brand now. Damien, I personally commend you for uh, sending in another voice memo after I, I, I said I, I, had some, I had some words for you about your previous voice memo, but I think you did a much better job this time, so I'm very proud of you. Wow. Um, he, he rambled a bit too much, and he, he used – he had the – I mean, I don't even know if actually we included it in the show because I didn't, I didn't listen back oh, to it. Oh, wow. Somebody um, else wasn't listening to I the show, it sounds like. Josh, I was there for the show. Were you, though? Oh, my God. Damien <laughs> – uh, we appreciate you. Yes, uh, yes, we appreciate your dedication you your very much. We we love our listeners and we love Damien, Damien especially. Except um, the people who say that the women are talk too much. Yes, that's they're out there. <laughs> Did someone you say know that? who you are? There was one email being like, "The women cross talk too much. I can't tell what they're saying. <laughs> it's too aggravating. Where are the men? <laughs> There's too much vocal fry. Too much up talk. They said say. the word like too much. Someone yeah. definitely said I said I say the word like too yeah. much, which like. I do. You know what? Who cares? I say like all the time. Language yeah. is evolving. But you're a man. You can get away with that. Someday in the future, if do you don't say like a lot, people won't be able to understand you. Yeah, that's so true. That's how it is, guys. It's like a gibberish, gibberish speak. You know? What's that? I, uh, I like, just want to uh, listen to men talk about Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Please just speak more technically. More uh, men speaking technically anyway, about Westworld. Anyway, anyway, Jeremy, thank you for this wine. Uh, <laughs> Damien, thank you for your theory. Is Future World another Michael Crichton book or Future something? Future World is the film sequel to the film Westworld, okay. which I believe was not, maybe was not written by Michael Crichton or was actually written really? and directed by Michael Crichton. He no, direct- was, uh, we need to supplant this with a But Google. it's definitely the sequel to... Yeah, it's the sequel, but it's not based off of a book and yeah. he was not involved with it and no one was involved with it from, from the original. Uh, but the plot of Future World, as I've talked about many times... Oh, wow, well, the poster fucking rules. ...is actually what's going on in the show, it seems like, which is like they were copying, they were using Westworld to copy people and then <laughs> oh send god, back... Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. The tagline for on the poster is <laughs> it's a man removing his face to, <laughs> to reveal technology in his head. Yeah. And then the tagline is, is this you or are you you yeah Yeah, okay guess what that's the plot of hbo's westworld okay it's literally the fucking plot of the show we've been talking about i mean well then maybe damien is on the exact right track no but he but isn't he saying so future world is uh a world of the future but they're using that world to copy people and send them back like politicians and powerful people to send them back to earth where they can be like controlled oh because it's also like in outer space i believe um which which the original westworld is also too i mean well maybe they're making copies of people to just like make a world you know like a world world i like the theory but it's too advanced for me to think about his theory is just they turn westworld into a simulation right i think damien should have his own podcast no they're just saying that they'll go to vr we will call into it Damien Drunk West. Movie. Yes. Out Damien. Out West Damien. <laughs> Out um, Drunk Matronome. Drunk Matronome. <laughs> all right. Um, cast. I don't all right. Know. Well, what I, do we think? I think that there's. it's a very high likelihood that we're going to get a, a simulation situation going on. The, the world within a world thing could happen Future World seems like a season three thing. I think they got to spend more, a little more time teasing it. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Or like this is a simulation inside a future world. The whole thing that future world exists. And you can go into a center where you jack your brain into this simulation and it's Westworld. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Lord, okay. Lord, put that, Lord. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I don't know. Damien's onto something, but what it is, I'm not entirely clear. 
Damien, Damien is growing and changing right before our very eyes. He learned to change. He learned to turn off the metronome. Yeah, it's like he he was concise. The question I have about he was, Damien, I think, a little bit less drunk than last time. So Damien's evolving, and I'm proud of Damien. The question I have about Damien is, hey, Damien, we're drunk too. <laughs> is did Damien is Damien Damien or is Damien you? Is, <laughs> is Damien Damien or is wait what, how or does is the tagline you, or go? Or is you Damien? <laughs> is this Damien? Or is Damien Damien? It's all is for it? you, Damien. Oh it's God. all for you. Wow. Time for the next theory. We have we have a, a little something from uh, like a, a two. What's the word? Like a, a a a partnership, if you will, between Lucy and Eric. What? Hey out west, Whoa. it's Lucy, Paris's cousin. And Eric. We really enjoyed tonight's episode. We're very excited for the finale next week. Lucy's drunk. <laughs> Eric's She's drunk. So, drunk. Once upon a time I read a short story called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which is what Blade Runner is based on. Thank and you. in that Harrison Ford's a bounty hunter hunting androids which are indistinguishable from humans. Where have we heard that before? And uh, he, the acronym for Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep is DADOS. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Wait, what does that mean in Spanish? In Spanish it means fing- DELOS means fingers. And the man in black kept messing with his fingers tonight. And, and so did his daughter. Before she died, was yeah. killed. And DADOS what? sounds like DELOS, like the DELOS Corporation. What? So it's not a theory. I'm it's making just a face right now. Fucking I know, says, Holy and shit. we wanted to point Wait, out why? that William, the man in black, killed his daughter. Guess what day today is? Daughter's Day? No. Father's Day. Father's Day. He (laughs) killed his daughter on Father's Day. Wow. That's a really good point, actually. Yo, yo, wait. Is that the whole thing? Did they plan that out? (laughs) Okay, okay. okay. Okay, wait. They sent about, like, four or five different emails with, like, random like specific clips and so this is, like, a bit of an amalgam of, like, a couple of them. Okay. Okay, so first off, they should have a reality show about them. I don't know what they look like. I don't know where they live. I don't know what they do for a living. But what I heard there was magic. They have real dynamics. Chemistry. Yeah. Are they a couple? Are they brother and sister? I think like they're, what? A, co- I they're, think they're a couple. couple. So Lucy is a Paris' cousin. Okay, I heard. Um, and Eric, I guess, is her, her partner. I like how he's like, she's drunk, but he definitely was also drunk from this what I could tell. This is nepotism, I think, is the problem. But anyway, I is think it? this theory is great. What What theory? They're playing with that. their fingers? There's no theory of this. Yeah, I guess it's not really a theory when They're you like, think about this it. Sounds I like love this. when young people are like... <laughs> Philip K. Dick heard of him. Yeah, they're like, they're like, okay, there's a book called Do Energy of Electric Sheep, which if you hyphenate it or whatever, it's like that. What is it? Not hyphenate. What do you call it when you put the first letters in? It's Dados, Dados, which sounds like Delos. <laughs> Delo, it's Holy like they, they did a thing that's like the fucking. Uh, it's like this on, demands a tweet that's like hell Dog. yes. It's I'm like Dados. the fucking. What is it? When you have this, the string going from the push pins on the fucking. It's like an article over here, and there's a, like a map over here. Conspiracy board. Yeah, yeah, it's true detective. They're yeah. like the accountant. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. That's that. They're this big legend. I'm going to I'm going to tie what Eric said about fingers and say that throughout all of the man in black scenes, so including when he was at his little gala, he does like fidget with the little crook of his arm where the little plug is pre stabbing into it. Oh. Yes, yes. I mean, again, my frustration with this show resurfaces at, like, the sheer number of tiny, insignificant things that I have to keep track of that, like, I just, I... 
How's the wine? It would be good. The to, wine is great. The know, wine's really hot. Yeah, I, the reason it's the glass is the tall is because the box was going low, so I just decided to kill it. Mm-hmm. Wow, right, nice. Um, Jeremy, you mentioned earlier, if that's funny that you, that all this talk about him being uh, fidgeting with his arm or whatever, you mentioned earlier that you thought that the man in black would have this arc where he actually became the kind of unlikely hero of the show. Yeah, or had sort of was, would do some work to at least uh, peel back the awful behavior he showed in the first season. Well, I think what's interesting is that I th- there is still a chance, an interesting chance for a redemption and a joining of forces with the Man in Black and Dolores, who, as we know, Dolores and Maeve and Dolores, sorry, um, Man in Black and Maeve and Man in Black and Dolores have been kind of like on polar opposites, like on, they, you know, he loved Dolores, but then like obviously was like shunned or hurt by her or whatever, the fact that she's a robot. But here's the thing. If he does discover that he's a host, he may, I think we may find him like flipping to like the plight of the host, right? Like he may be like, oh, I'm one of these things, but I want to be free also. Man, I hope he's not a host though. Wasn't he free? He like is he no, moves he was trapped freely in between Ford's game between the world, but yeah, and, and but it, I don't think he he like is by his own choice. I mean, he's like trapped with within his own insanity, but like not in like a physical unless loop looping sense. Unless the the host that was made of the Man in Black was doing Ford's narrative bidding to serve Ford's ultimate goal with the park, thinking he was doing what he wanted to do, thus making him a puppet of Ford like many of the other characters in the show and also giving him motivation to free himself from the puppetry and uh, finally be the true man that he believes himself to be. Mm. The fleck of darkness. The all-consuming yeah. fleck of darkness. You know, that's a, Williams' arc. Man in Black. You know, even even as incoherent and inconsistent as the overarching narrative has been, I have enjoyed everything with Williams so far. He's great. Ed Harris, incredible actor. Uh, Jimmy Simpson, it's not as good as Ed Harris, but still engaging. Who, uh, who can? Who out there can empathize with uh, being a man with a streak of darkness in him that leads to murder and uh, you know? I think and everyone, so, around uh, you everyone around you being destroyed by your by your like. Who, your internal. Who can relate? Who hasn't? Who can relate? Who hasn't sat in, on the edge of their spouse? What man bed? hasn't grappled with their person, the the effect of their badness mm. on the rest of the world? What man hasn't often, sat? Often women. What mm. man hasn't sat on the edge of his spouse's bed and delivered a um, rambling monologue about the darkness growing inside of them <laughs> and realizing that the darkness wasn't growing? That it was oh the God. entirety of what exists within you. Uh, what wow. man has enough? Uh, if I could daughter, count the number of men who have sat on the side of my bed and told them like that, like yeah. literally that, like I'm not even joking. Yeah. Wow, you—that's a bad man. I fact. mean, there's You've, just a parade. Casey's, of them. Casey's men in black. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen. I don't know what their theory was, but it has certainly spurred an interesting conversation. It wasn't here. much of a theory. It was more no. like, have you heard of Do Androids Dream Electric Sheep? Which we assure you we have. We we have also heard of Blade Runner. Well, there's no We've doubt. We've heard of Philip K. Dick. The Blade Runner. Wait, could, what's Blade Runner? It could be a big. It's a, actually a. Um, it's a book by William S. Burroughs. Um, it is actually the name. It's a book or a story by William Burroughs. Um, the name Blade Runner was taken from the Burroughs story for the film. It was never used. We in also the, we also know how that. Dare, how dare you talk about this to me? Just I wanted know. to drop. Josh, do you know who you're speaking to? <laughs> I don't know. I know that. I'm know your to, audience. Josh. I know that I'm speaking to a woman who's had a parade of very dark men Whoa. sit on the edge of her bed. Okay, so we have a theory from Ed. Hi guys, Ed, Ed, Ed Harris. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Mr. Harris, it's great to have you. Um, 
Hi, guys. Love the podcast. Increasingly starting to hate the show. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for being a supporter. Wow. Wow. Ed, Ed, Ed Harris knows. turning Ed on himself. Ed knows what the fuck is up. <laughs> Theory. Westworld is a prison camp. I'm into it. Uh, the punishment is being hostified and then reliving the same life and being punished continually. Guests visit the park for relaxation and the opportunity to dispense their own personal brand of justice on whoever they dislike. See Man in Black's entire career with Ford as the jailer. Westworld is full of these devils because hell is empty. Oh, <gasps> this hell is, is empty, but mm. all the devils are I think here. That, that was, wasn't that always This that? is very reminiscent of the great Twilight Zone episode, Judgment Night, what? telling the story of an SS officer doomed to uh, repeat the attack that he had, that he created, oh, uh, that he made yeah. on, a, on a boat full of innocent people on the ocean. On the high seas. God, that's a good episode. As a Twilight, passenger. Twilight Zone is what's the greatest the show that's ever been on television. It's, it's uh, you I'm know, kidding. if you've seen I'm Twilight Zone, Zone, you don't ever need to watch Black Mirror. That's my advice to you. That's true. Because all um, the surprises have been done already. That's crazy as hell, though. The only uh, thing that I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like sticking around for on this mortal plane is uh, Jordan Peele doing West. Yes. Or do, Twilight Zone. That would be good, too. No, uh, Jordan Peele doing uh, a, new, a new Twilight Zone. Yeah, that's going to be fucking good as shit, I hope, or it could be terrible. I think it'll be great. Yeah. I like the idea. But anyway. anyhow, so so he's saying that that what happens is you're bad. You're a, you're you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. You get what you get like um you you do a crime and you get convicted of it. No, I like the idea a lot, but it's also at the same time like if you do a crime and you get convicted, then you get turned into a host. But if we've seen enough people who are like good enough people, like what what could Dolores or Teddy have done that would be so horrible as oh, to be recreated in know. a prison camp for all eternity? They could well, be both like, serial killers. You don't know. Yeah, it's unless like, their personalities change. But I think then, you have to then, envision it as like. You, you like as a as somebody who's committed a horrific crime, lose all of your rights, and then we we get to like strip your personality and turn it into a host, and then you serve in this like oh, it's kind of like fake world forever. Kind of like Vanilla Sky. Open your eyes. Let's move on to the Reddit theories. Okay. Uh, we're gonna dive in now to the r slash Westworld subreddit and check out some of our favorite theories. Uh, our first one is from user. <laughs> Go on. Uh, Arm dash the dash homeless. Arm the homeless. Okay. Bold choice Uh, for this user. Um, Oh, I think I clicked on the wrong. Let me re-click. Man in Black is already in the forge. And killing... Wait, hold on. Do you want me to read it? And killing his daughter... No, I have it. Okay. And killing his daughter is part of the simulation. Yeah. Uh, they say, I'm pretty sure that present-day William that just killed his daughter is not, quote, real. I think he's already in the forge. What we're seeing is the same thing that happened to James Delos and why why the project didn't work. He doesn't know what's real and what isn't, and his consciousness is endlessly tormented by that. The door he needs to reach is coming to grips with the nature of his reality. Uh. That's why Ford said... This game is made for you, William. It's also why he wants to destroy the whole thing because death isn't what it used to be and he received his judgment all the same. It also explains why he seems to be impossible to kill. He's been shot so- how many times uh. this season but never dies from his injuries. I don't think that's just to spend your dif- disbelief plot armor anymore. I think it's because it's just all a simulation. He's, tra- uh, he's trapped in hell and can't get out. This dovetails amazingly with the last theory and I have to say this is a fucking amazing Theory. It's really good, and it does add up because the the fucking he's been shot. 
constantly and received no he's actual like, medical he's, attention. He's well, he did he did medically attend to himself after the party. Yeah, but like he's been shot a bunch of times so, now. Well, I mean, it's like it's like the argument of like why don't kids in teen movies ever go to like they're never in class? It's like because that's like the boring part of the show. Like we've are, we've seen practically how can how he can like repair like heal himself in the context of the world. Mm. So yeah. to show that every time would just be like tedious. Uh, I guess, but before healing himself in the world was not about healing a gunshot wound. It was about healing like a cut or something, right? Mm. No, it was a gun. He got shot in oh, the shoulder mean, you mean, you at the mean, party. At the party, yeah. But that's like that's the be- But that may be the beginning of this, of his narrative in the forge. Uh, when you think about it, in fact, I don't know. I like. I'm. I don't. I don't subscribe to the healing a- aspect as like evidence of being in the forge. But I think uh, the general idea of him being in the forge is like a pretty good one. It's really cool too because it fucks him like in a way that where Ford is playing a, like this crazy game with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he doesn't yet realize the scope of the game. Mm-hmm. It's a very good theory. Okay. Uh, I have to say, Arm the Homeless, bad screen name, or maybe a good one. I don't no, know. No, I think they're probably right, ultimately. Yeah, about Arming the Homeless. Yeah. I agree with both uh, the theory and the screen name. Um, Jeremy, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> mm, no. Nah. Okay. Well, we're going to move on then. Okay. Uh, from user Kenuffs. Mm. Uh, the title is, He's Not a Host, But... It does look like William has been copied into a host body. A series of bullets follows. He rises after the gala wearing a different shirt, wearing different cufflinks, without his wedding ring, with his dislocated shoulder healed. After the gala, he literally rises from the dead. He's under a pile of bodies. This could just be good gamesmanship so he wouldn't be discovered or another hint from the showrunners. When he gets to his cabin and puts on his hat, they play the host starting a new loop music. Just before the screen cuts away. Wow. The game is meant for William. The game begins where you end. It ends where you began. Could easily be seen as the game begins where you died at the gala. And it ends where you were resurrected at the Valley Beyond or where he finds out where he was resurrected. Oh, my God. The vulture slash wolf stuff that we previously referenced in the last episode (laughs) for people who are dedicated fans of this podcast where they seem to suggest Akacheta sees William as a vulture and William sees Akacheta as a wolf after the Gala Massacre. Also, we see the robot vulture with William's bloody, bullet-riddled hat in the season two poster. He misremembered about the elephants. In an ad near the beginning of the season, they showed William speaking along with the conversation tree on a tablet like they've shown with Maeve when she realized she was still following the narrative. I know there's more about this I'm forgetting, but the foreshadowing is heavy. William could easily be the first successful copy of a human into a host body just because he hasn't worked yet doesn't mean it can't or won't work. This is not the same thing as they did with Bernard, but rather building off of that reveal. Bernard was a host. William would be a human copied into a host body, the next step up, and a continuation of the story. This also doesn't break the redemption arc his character is on this season. He would still be the same character, would still be following the same path, just now with another layer of complexity. Mm. In this new game, Ford has set William on a path to get his mind to accept his new form once he learns the truth. It would be the breakthrough William has been looking for with Papadellas over the past 30 years. He would be pissed and may not want to live that way, but it would be his choice to continue or not. It wouldn't be his mind rejecting the new reality. I expect William won't survive the season, unfortunately, though I'd really love them for them to keep him around. 
I do see a few ways they could go with this change. First, he already died and was replaced the Met Gala. I expect this is most likely. Second, he's Not going the Met to replace. Gala, just the Gala. <laughs> did you say the Met Gala? <laughs> yeah, I did, did. didn't I? Wow. Yeah. I, saw, I saw Ocean's Eight a few days ago. That's it's a really twist. stuck with me. Second, he's going to re- be replaced soon. Maybe that's what Emily Grace had in mind to punish him. Finally, the William we see rise from the dead bodies at the gala was a copy. But the original William is still out there and they will confront each other. Neither sure. Which they are. Wow, classic, like, dilemma. Like, which of us is real? Oh, yeah. I would really like, like to see this Spider-Man happen. Spider-Man meme. But I don't expect it. Let's, have see, ha- let's see how badly the show shreds in the next couple hours. Smiley face. Um, so. This is a good theory. It's very similar to the last one, except we're talking about him being in an actual body, which... Oh, I feel like this is what we've been saying all along, is that, like, not he was, like, he didn't, like, originate as a host, but that, like, he was a person at some point. Yes. And, like, now the version of him we're seeing around is, like, the host version of him. Correct. Yes. So this is the same thing that we've we've been saying. That's been I think we've been talking about that since the beginning of this season. I feel right. Like. Yeah, I, I can't invest. Although, like, I can't. I can't like I can't reconcile like all of the I, like. I this is what I hate about this show so much is like not having the cufflinks and not having the wedding ring and wearing a different shirt and all all yeah. of this like stuff that like I don't know what to do with. And I'm sure we're gonna realize like in the next episode is gonna be like, oh, that was all significant for reasons. I don't think that it, I don't think it's that whether he was a host or not, but it seems to be indicative of being, like, in in the forge or in the cradle or in some, like, other sort of simulation, like, as we've seen also with Bernard. Mm. You know? It's a good theory. It's interesting. I know it's uh, trying for Jeremy. He doesn't want to have to think about the the actual plot of the show, but... Uh... I mean, we've spent <laughs> 10 weeks speculating on whether or not he's a host. Like, either they're going to reveal it or they're not, not. You know, at this point, every... Like, I, I respect the thought by Reddit user... Uh, whatever his name is but at this point it's like there's like I think we've literally theorized about like dozens of possible ways in which he could be a host or not so yeah. it's like well it's, it's either going to be true or it's not it's a good right. point this next one's good okay next one yeah. from user uh Tully Allen 97 born in 97 Tully Allen Tully Allen Gen Z did Dolores <laughs> just wake up did anyone else think that Dolores's anguished scream after Teddy shot himself looked a lot like the reaction of Maeve after the man in black killed her daughter? I've never seen Dolores look that pained or distraught before, despite all that her character has endured. There is a theory that the hosts require trauma to break out of their loops and become fully conscious. Perhaps up until this point, Dolores has never had the awakening like Maeve had, and she was still following a script of some sort, unlike Maeve, who is completely on her own path. Teddy may have been the cornerstone of Dolores, just as she was to Teddy and Maeve's daughter was to Maeve. Dolores' actions up until now could be part of Ford's storyline as she is not truly awake. Mm. It will be interesting to see in the next episode if Dolores continues to follow her violent and vengeful narrative or if she will change her path and find her own narrative. This is interesting because just before, I re- in that scene before Teddy kills himself, he says, like, I'm your cornerstone or something. Or he says, you're my cornerstone. He said something about cornerstones. And I was like, why is he? Jeremy, consult your notes. Is it in your notes, man? I know you've made a lot of notes uh, no. during the show. It's not the notes. The last. Teddy does say that Dolores okay. is her, his cornerstone from the first My time notes. he was ever booted up. Right. right. He sees oh, right. He Dolores sees in the her. lab. So I feel like they are echoing this sentiment in some way that they are important to each other for reasons that are not like haven't fully explored. And mm-hmm. I think this is an inter- this is an, I mean sure I mean it's, I could definitely see this. I feel like this is not. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like I think she is awake and I don't think and she can be like any further awoken from what we've seen all of this this season. is this is the uh, this is the eyes wide shut of theories oh my god 
More like eyes wide closed. Eyes a nightmare. Closed completely. All right, one more. There's one more. Uh, yes. Well, it has two pieces, so I'm just opening both the pieces. Josh, oh. like I literally, okay. like there's right. two different. So the first part is from user slash uh, Zalaris, and the second is from user slash AJ Niggles. What? You know. Wait a second. There's a second part? Uh, Zalaris. Oh, I see. Writes, looking at the code, I'm a programmer, mm. as a programmer. So I enjoyed seeing Bernard bring up the code that looks like HTML slash JavaScript. Any, like, in this is, I mean, truly, like, 40, 40 years after. One would hope we were not still relying on these languages. But anyway, I'm, that's my digression. Anyway, well. I'm pretty sure Bernard failed to delete for its code. I know, shocker. After he runs the commands to delete, you can see some FRD code with, quote, hidden in it. Um, so then there's a second, there's a comment to this theory from, yeah. from AJ Nichols. As he's doing that, quote, find all and highlighting the FRD code, there's a segment at the bottom that says basically, if new status equals FRD function failed execute code 11022, <laughs> aka Ford is deleted, execute some secret program, likely the new one in this, likely the one in this image. Great this catch, is the, OP. This may be the ultimate, if, Jeremy, if there is a place where I think it, what I'm hearing from you that you do not want to go, this may be the ultimate expression of it, which is like, got, got, got programmers looking at code on a tablet in this to okay, decipher. Okay, you both, like, you both, like, hear what each other are saying, but, like, I've been saying this this whole time, which is, like, the details of this show are too damn much, and, like, if I have to pay this level of attention, no, I don't want to. No, we've been saying this the whole time. I've been, saying, I've been saying this the whole I don't time. Think I originated this thought on this no, podcast. Like, let's, let's give credit where credit Casey, is due. Casey, you're not the first person oh to think God. things. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes, <laughs> I am. Have on this I podcast, I, I said before. this originally. Casey, I said this originally, and both of you were like, I don't know. People have thought things before. People have thought things before. I just I had many thoughts. I didn't. I didn't mean that to discount your having but expressed this. But for you this. to point at him and be well, like, just he, like you said, this, he did not think that. Because first. I didn't say I wasn't. I wasn't saying that it was his original thought. I was only saying it doesn't that matter he, that you thought he like expressed that. Do you today, understand? Do you understand I what felt, my agitation is about this? Well, I kind of credit do. credit me with my my thoughts. Well, I am only. I was only set, referencing today, not the overarching. Okay, but like the over, like have a longer memory than that. My memory is very bad. I don't know if you're aware. Uh, I have a very, uh, I have what's, like a what's very the short, word? Give short credit, term. give credit to women. Believe give women. Cre- I don't, this is not about women. This it is, is about, about women. It's, it's about, for this, sure this about women. It's about my memory. I would not say this is about women. I think it's just about my bad memory. Mm. But also, like that, I think we generally agree that we all generally agree. There's too much like technical detail that doesn't matter in this show, which you. I'm happy to give you credit the for. Thought on this podcast. I'm happy to give you credit for being the first person ever to have Thank had you. that thought. Of this podcast, Thank or you. to have expressed it. That's all I want. All I was saying is that Jeremy, I felt that earlier in the in the conversation, was expressing this like exhaustion with the thing, and I think that this is like perhaps the most perfect expression of that of where it is exhausting, which is like okay, that Ford Casey was deleted, but valor. he wasn't deleted. Oh Wait, what? Casey is stealing my valor as a lazy person. <laughs> as, a, as a lazy person wow. who doesn't give a shit. Wow. Casey's you like, saying? Casey is like, no. In fact, I was lazy first. In I'm fact, like, I I was I was the first one who was. T- 
tired <clears throat> of all of the details. It's not, so it's not really, it's not valor show. that's being stolen, but like stolen, like apathy, stolen laziness. Yes. Yes. Uh, apathy is valor, Josh. Please <laughs> yes. do not yes. steal more. It's the apathy badge. I guess my point here is who fucking cares? Ford's obviously not gone. I think the whole thing with Bernard hacking himself is stupid. It's like, let me delete Ford. Oh, you're deleted now. Okay, I guess that's all done. No. Anyhow, whatever. If there's, if there's something we can say about computers mm. definitively is that you can never delete anything. Like, nothing has ever really gone. Uh, yeah, but also, who cares? Because, like, delete, him deleting forward it would never... I mean, well, that's why I'm saying I don't care is that, like, this is... You don't need, you don't need to, like, go, dig into the code to find the evidence of this. It's, like, the the version of, like, literally anything could be true and anything, anyone could be anything and anything could be anyone at any time is that, like... For for someone to delete something is like I don't know watching someone fall off a cliff. It's like ostensibly they're dead, but like also maybe they landed on a pile of garbage and they're still alive. Like, like, Mor- it's, like Moriarty. There's always a like Moriarty in the great battle between him and Sherlock Holmes in the uh, in the great uh, Sherlock Holmes tome, uh, the battle at. Windfeld Tower. I don't actually know the name of it. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I do know, but I wasn't sure where you were going to go. I don't remember the name of the story, but there's, of course, the famous uh, uh, Moriarty Sherlock Holmes battle where they both like fall off. A, it's like a Bavarian. Oh, that's a matter. No, no. No, it's, no, no, no. It's, no, no. it's, it's like, like an OG story. It's the, uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, one of his, I think, his maybe his last. But it is in the newer show. They do like a version Sherlock of it. Sherlock really falls dumb. off. I mean, yes. waterfall. Yeah, it's a waterfall. It's, a, it's a, not a waterfall. A he falls, he a falls off a building. Yeah. He falls onto the street. You see his body. Everyone's like, oh no, he's dead. And yeah. then he's not uh, dead. Okay, oh, anyway. Yeah. Spoiler for if you haven't watched Spoiler it. Spoiler for if you haven't seen a show that's 10 years <laughs> no. old. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's, let's, just, let's just wrap up, please. No! We got to talk about next week. <laughs> no, we can next week going. is part of the wrap up. Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's talk about next All week. All right, listen. Let's wrap up this show <laughs> by talking about what's coming next week. Because it's very important. Mm-hmm. So there was an insane preview. I've been wanting to. This is all I wanted to talk about. This whole podcast exists for us talking about this this preview of this next episode, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, Josh, what do you think will happen? Well, hold on. Let's talk about it for a minute. Okay, there's a lot of stuff they Josh- show in this trailer. All right, Josh, what were your favorite <laughs> scenes? Those <laughs> are my favorite scenes. The most important thing that we see is that. Uh, well, we see a guy getting gored by a half-built boar or something. Not a boar. Uh, ox. Bison. A bison. Thank okay. you. Uh, there's a seam, there's a crack in the sky that they show, which I assume is the valley beyond that everybody's working towards. That seems to be the place where everybody is heading. Um, and it looks t- that it's like a projection of the sky that is being somehow disrupted. And we see a reveal behind it, but we can't see what is behind it. I and mean, there is obviously some reveal to be had there. Um, but is this where everybody drowns? I mean, theoretically, is that throw, what we're all working towards? The first, yeah. Is that seriously what the show's working towards? Is the part where where he's like, "I killed everybody in this in this." Josh, ocean? I'm sorry. Were you were you under the impression that this is a good show? I'm just saying, like, if that's what we're working towards, like, I don't care how they drowned. I want to know what shows a lot. Better. I don't care. Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale's really good. You know what? I gotta pick River, that back up. River, Can we Riverdale, pivot to Riverdale? Riverdale has a basic premise. Listeners, please contact us if you would like this podcast to pivot to a Riverdale. <laughs> Dale cast show a Riverdale cast. Rivercast. A Rivercast. <laughs> um, all right, whatever. I'm just saying, I'm excited about this crack in the sky, and I think it definitely is going to be moon related. That's all I have to say. That's my oh final. My or alien. Or alien related. It could be both, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go for the easy <laughs> answer and say that uh, they're all going to drown. But what's the... But it might be a decoy. It might be like a like a fake out thing. They all drown. Right. And we can't forget that... Who cares? Like, did anybody care that they were all drowned? 
No, especially since in one of the previous episodes they said something like half of the host brains and or not a th- like a third of the host brains were blank. Right. I guess they all maybe what they and we don't know which third of the host like if it was like Teddy Dolores like all all of the important characters like turned out to have had decoys and now they're all you know whereabouts unknown. What if let me throw a crazy idea out to you? What if the Forge is real? We know the Forge is real. I thought. What if the Forge is where the real world is and Westworld? is the simulation. Think about it. And the way to get out is to go in. The way to go up is to go down. But think about it. Do you know what I'm saying? That when like when Bernard just, was in I'm that so space, I was trying to I was trying gosh, to have my crops have died. <laughs> like I thought I, I, had, to, I thought I had I thought the watering was doing a good job and right. now it's all gray and I brown. was trying to let that let what you were saying breathe as much as possible. Like a fish out of water, you know. So, oh, like here a, we are. Like a fish that's been, been sh- yeah. uh, shot suffocating, out of suffocating, shot death. out of a place where a bunch of posts out drowned. Of the, yeah. <laughs> On your wedding day. Wow. It's a free vibe. Oh, you have a pretty voice. When are we gonna do karaoke? It's a good you know, we, we need, we need to car- Is this team ready for karaoke? I've been, I've, I'm born ready for karaoke. I like karaoke. I love karaoke. Was I not showing you acapella songs like not just a minute before this? Well, I didn't know you were in an acapella band. That's our show for this week, and to next week's gonna be the big one. Okay, the one you've all been waiting for, where we all find out where they are, when they are, who they are. I hope it's not a huge letdown. What they are, it will. I mean, there's no way it can't be a letdown, but it'll be an interesting letdown, maybe, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyhow, uh, remember you can send your theories to us at outwest at theoutline.com as a voice memo, or you can use the Anchor app. Search for Outwest on Anchor and send us a voice message there. This podcast is produced by James T. Green and Winton Wong. I'm Casey Johnston. I'm Jeremy Gordon. And I'm Joshua Topolsky. Remember, hell is empty and all the devils are here. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>